Welcome to the Meet Your Mind podcast with me, Jessica Kelly. Hi, welcome to the Meet Your Mind online podcast. Today I have Will from H Clothing and we're going to have a little conversation, learn a little bit about Will and how he feels about mental health and mindset. So Will, I'm going to pass it over to you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you and what you do um, and then we can go from there. Sure. So uh, thanks a lot for having me on, first of all, Jessica. Um, Really, really nice to be speaking on the podcast, having listened to it a bit. Um, So my story is quite an interesting one. Um, So I run a fashion brand called H Clothing that supports mental health and the way it kind of started is I've got to take you back a few years um, because although I've only been doing it for a few months, um, the kind of history of it is, is, is quite an important one. So it all started with my um, 19-year-old brother. He was at fashion college and he was uh, he was making this kind of final project for his kind of end of year review. And he decided to put mental health and fashion together. Um, he was an incredibly creative person. And unfortunately, he was someone that struggled with with mental illness and um, so he decided to kind of use the concept of fashion as a stepping stone to encourage the conversations around mental health and to make sure that no one would face mental illness alone through his brand and it was an incredible piece of work and um, it got him like a really good mark and it was something that you know many of us at the time told him to take on at the same time I was in the city and I was kind of not really enjoying my job I wanted to quit but I didn't know what I wanted to do and I had to go through this kind of process for a good year, finding out, you know, what I wanted to focus on. And I knew it had to be something that kind of gave me a bit more of a purpose. Um, but I couldn't quite get my um, kind of hands on something that allowed me to pursue that. So a couple of months after my younger brother submitted his project, um, he very sadly um, passed away. And it was something that was obviously incredibly shocking um, and traumatizing for myself and my family. And I remember thinking a couple of months later about his project and about how much, how kind of powerful the idea was and um, how much I wanted it to kind of see the public light and, and, and to be brought out into the open because of, you know, how much there was, was there. He created the backbone of this very kind of important uh, sort of thing that we deal with in society today. And so I sort of turned around to my parents and said, well, look, why don't, you know, I want to quit my job. Why don't I take this on? Why don't I give it a go and, you know, make it a real thing? And so that's what I started doing. And I spent sort of up to about 12 months basically having to learn everything I could about the fashion industry, which I'd never done before. So I had to, you know, everything from manufacturing to designing the clothes to social media marketing. I had to learn a bit about running a business. And obviously that's something that, you know, you just learn to do as, as you go. And then I obviously had to sort of know about mental health. But mental health was something that I'd kind of known quite a lot about just purely through secondhand experience with my brother and also people around me. You know, as we all know, the, the, the stats point that, you know, one of four of us may experience a mental illness at one point. And so we, you know, we're bound to know someone around us that's experiencing it. So I felt a bit more comfortable talking about mental health. And that was another reason why I was so kind of keen to take it on. And then I launched it in November 2021. So, you know, nearly six months ago. And it's obviously been, you know, an incredibly exciting journey. So much has happened already. But I always say that as much as it's obviously a fashion brand and it's, you know, it's a place where we're selling clothing and it's a really good quality clothing and it's sustainable, the purpose of why we're, why we're doing it and why kind of I believe in it and that my younger brother wanted to, um, to really push for is this whole idea of supporting others through that mental health journey, making sure that people aren't alone, that people have this place to kind of go to 
and they can use that through the clothes they wear that we sell. You know, they can they can really feel comfortable and um, and supported through the community we're building um, at H Clothing. Okay, amazing. Um, first of all, thank you for sharing um, that story, and I'm I'm very sorry for your loss. That must have been a, a huge shock. Um, in terms of taking on that business and, you know, running with this this brand and this idea and, and this legacy of your brother, what do you think, what is the thing that you find most rewarding in, in, doing, in doing this type of work? To be honest, I think it's funny because although it's a business and it's, you know, there's with, with business, there's always the thing of, you know, make money, sell, you know, you've got to push, push, push. And it can be quite a kind of savage industry, uh, savage um, kind of, thing to take on because you're constantly you know it's a very it's the opposite of altruistic you're kind of thinking about like all profits Mm. and whatnot so to have that as one part of what I'm doing and then put that right next to something which is the complete opposite end of the spectrum which is all about helping people and you know particularly mental health you know it's it's something that so many people around the country struggle with and don't have the resources or the money to kind of get support and whatnot so they kind of they're very almost polar opposite and for me, it will always come back to knowing who I can help and knowing that I'm kind of that element of support because although it's a very new thing and a lot of people obviously aren't aware of what we're doing, we've already had people reaching out to us on things like Instagram and Facebook and even sort of texting in just to sort of have a conversation and just tell us something that they're going through and needing a little bit of support about it. And that always feels really good because people will normally come out the other end almost you know, thanking us, being really appreciative and when either I do talks at schools, or universities, or even workplaces, people, you know, people coming up to me after and saying, oh, I love what you're doing. And then they just begin to open up and whether it's about them or someone else they know. And that's always feels really good as well, because I sometimes think you probably haven't told many people that and I, you've known me, you don't even know me, you've, you know, you've met me, you've, you've seen me do a speak, uh, a, a talk or a presentation. And uh, yet they're willing to kind of open up about something really personal. But that's exactly what I like to encourage but to the point where only if it makes you feel comfortable doing so, I would never ever force it on anyone. And, and, you know, H clothing, we always say, you know, everyone has their own kind of things going on in their life. And we're never there to sort of say, you have to talk about them now. You have to always, you know, bring them up. Um, that's not the case. It's more deal with them as you can, but we are here to listen when you do feel like you can come forward. And that's what we're trying to encourage other people to do within their friendship groups and families and, and and the rest so it's definitely the element of knowing that we're starting to make a bit of a difference in even if it's one or two people's lives in terms of just being that kind of place of support where they can turn to and 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 just open up a little bit um can make such a difference and 10 percent of our profits do go to young minds which is the mental health charity we support so that's obviously another element that you know the it's obviously not a lot because we're a new business but the money that we're giving to them is always going to be helping young people all over the country so they can get better support as well through you know young minds which is a very established charity and they do a lot of really really good work um so yeah that's kind of the thing that will always push me and keep me going is 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 that purpose is that you know that setting up that community and i hope that that word community becomes something really you know central to the brand that we can build and build on um as as time goes on yeah no i can it's I was there with you the whole time because the same, I had the same thing when setting up Meet Your Mind online. It was this, you know, 
like need to try and you know help other young women or men or anyone really dealing with um, mental health that you know I had I have my own mental health journey hence the business and I was like how do I do this but also sustain doing this and that was a really difficult um, crossover when I first started you know and we started being a um an affordable counselling service during um, during like lockdown and all the rest of it. And it was, I found that even then people didn't really want to work. Like there was this whole concept of, you know, people wanted the help, didn't want to pay less for it because they didn't think it was worth it unless it was like more money. And then I had to work out this whole thing of like, how am I, how do I get the message out there and still run a business and still let people know that it's safe to have a conversation and it's safe to feel the way that you feel, but we just have to use our words sometimes and say, Hey, I don't feel great inside of myself. So I completely relate to that whole trying to figure it out as, you know, as we go, because as well as being a new business owner, you know, I'm just a couple of years ahead of you, but it is, we just have to figure it out as we go. And, um, I always used to say that I was, you know, someone mentioned the fact that I, I owned a, a company. I was like, do you know what? It feels like I'm the the apprentice in my <laughs> own business. So I was like, because I have no idea what I'm doing, like 90% of the time. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's try this. Let's try this. So um, kudos to you for, like, jumping into that role and, you know, also having that passion behind you to to run with something that genuinely matters and means something especially in today's you know society I suppose what would you say um in terms of your mental health and you taking on this very big role in you know as well as you know your loss and and everything that's been going on for you what is it that you do for yourself to kind of stay grounded or stay in you know in a relatively well mindset if if for a better word yeah so it's interesting because just going back to the end of your point there about this element of like almost imposter syndrome and, you know, you take on a business, you're running a business now. And then, as you say, you, you can only take it as it comes. And I think I definitely have had those moments when I think, do I even know what I'm doing? Is this the right thing? You know, am I the right person to be sort of giving people mental health advice when I've only been doing this for less than a year, even though obviously mental health has been something that I've been aware of for, for many more years and, and, and read a lot about and listened to a lot of podcasts on. So I think for me, it is it's obviously people sometimes want to ask about my mental health and, and understand, you know, oh, you clearly set this up because you struggle with your mental health. And surprisingly, I don't. And it's something that I think because I stand on the side of people that don't know what it's like to experience a mental illness. And then I know that there's people around me that do that bridging the gap and bringing people together in that way is something that's so important for me because I think that's the biggest, that's where the stigma, that's why the stigma occurs because you get the people who are experiencing Mm -hmm. these mental illnesses not feeling like they can open up to people that don't because they think, oh, they might not understand, there might be judgment, they might think, look at me differently. And so that's exactly why it's actually quite important that I do mention that I'm not the one I'm talking about, it's more helping others because we need to bring each other together. And so in terms of, what I do to kind of manage mine, because even though obviously I may not have a mental illness that I still obviously go through times of, you know, it is tough and going through loss and then, and then running a brand where you're having people kind of turning to you and having to support them and hearing people's stories and stuff, it can bring you down. So I've always been quite kind of 
routine focus. And I've always found things that really, really help me. And once I, once I find something I like that really helps me, I stick to it and it becomes part of my entire routine. And so from the minute I wake up in the morning to the minute I go to sleep, there's always practices in place that I have that, to make sure that I am looking after myself first and foremost, because it would be slightly hypocritical to run a mental health brand, but then not look after your own mental health. So things like meditation, things like breathwork exercises, things like journaling, gratitude diary, are all things that are, I include in my kind of day-to-day life. And it's not just because I've listened to someone and they go, oh, it's really beneficial to, uh, to have a gratitude diary because of this. I'm not putting, I'm not trying to put facts behind it. It's because I've tried it and it works for me. There are things I've tried that don't work for me. You know, I, there's definitely, you know, I know that some people absolutely love, you know, doing like yoga and that they, you know, that really helps them. And I do really like yoga, but it's not something I do regularly at all. It's something that, you know, the one-off I'll do. So I sort of stick to the things that really help me. And, um, and it just means that I start my day off in a really good positive mindset and I finish my day off in a really positive mindset. And I guess because those two things set you up for the day, um, the best, it just means that anything else that comes at me during the day, I feel better prepared to, to, to deal with, to manage. And every so often, if I, if ever I do think, you know, this is too much or I'm not feeling great about something or something's just got me you know, feeling really down, I kind of just have to step back and think, you know, you know, look at what you're kind of creating and you've got to understand that this is a very long journey and this is, this is all kind of a learning curve. And I obviously don't know where it's going to take me, which is to an extent really exciting, but also it's quite nerve wracking. Um, and not to kind of compare, but I sometimes have to think, look, when you were back at your job in the city, you weren't really enjoying it and you felt like you didn't have a purpose and now you're doing this. So sometimes I kind of catch myself out and I think I know that what I'm doing now, as much as it comes with is it's more frequent up and downs is something that I'm really, really enjoying. And I'm happy to accept the down times and the kind of the bits which are really tough, particularly when I've got to go through them on my own because it's just me running this brand. But then in return, I get the, the highs and I get the kind of the great bits and the bits that make me feel really good. And they kind of carry me forward um, a lot. And it just makes me feel really kind of happy to be able to help someone else that I know is in a worse situation than me, that someone that's, you know, doesn't have that support and maybe doesn't, isn't able to step back and kind of put these procedures in place that I have been able to do over the last couple of years, because it does take time. You know, it does take, a, I've been, I started meditating about three or four years ago, but it took me a long time to kind of make it a consistent thing. And I can't express enough how much that's benefited me and I always preach about it, but it doesn't work for everyone. So therefore, if it doesn't move on, try the next thing. You know, there's no one size fits all, as we know, and particularly with mental health, everyone's different, everyone deals with differently, everyone needs different types of support. But I think talking about it and just being able to know that someone is there to listen and to actually care about what you're talking about is something that we can all benefit from. Oh, yeah, 100%. And like, there's so many, I was like trying to take mental pinpoints of things yeah, sorry, said there. That I was like oh my god I've got so no no it's brilliant it's perfect because I'm like oh my god I want to touch on so many of them I think what I'll do is I'll start from the first one that I, I kind of like pinpointed in my brain <laughs> was that you know the um the fact that you know you don't necessarily feel that you had a mental illness and that you're saying this from you know from a from another point of view and I feel like that's incredible a number one you know but I think B, it's also, you also touched on it later about, 
you know, that you do have those those ebbs and flows. And I think that's really important for us to to acknowledge as well. I find a lot in our our work as a business and meet your mind and me being a mindset coach, I find a lot of a lot of people attached to this idea that, you know, if if they don't assign themselves or feel that they've got a mental illness per se, that they don't need any you know they don't need any help or they don't need to talk about their things because they're not this extreme and I think the message that I am and and the company are trying to bring out is the idea is that like if you have anxiety over I don't know we'll use a job interview for instance you know if you've got anxiety over this job interview and you're not particularly sure that you are going to get it or you're worried about money or finances and all these things but then you sit, unpack and live in that anxiety, that is going to create this long term effect inside of you, which will have all of these adverse effects, you know, along along the way. And I think it's it's important to acknowledge that we like with meditation or journaling, another one that I want to speak to you about in a second is if we get into the habit of feeling into our feelings okay this is anxiety that sits here or if I get too stressed I get a tension headache because I'm working myself too hard and if I do that too long I'm going to get migraines you know and that's going to have an adverse effect on how I turn up in my day which is going to make me feel not so great you know and it's this like this spiral of things that we're not taught ever to go hey we need to start looking at what these little feelings look like for us and then accepting that that's okay making sure we don't unpack and live there and keep going on you know through our days so we can keep ourselves at some kind of equilibrium and then we're never sat at these extremes like I've got this mental illness or you know there's nothing wrong with me because I think we all have the capacity because we're humans because we're feeling beings you know that's our superpower to come into life going okay I just need to acknowledge and look at what's going on for me in this moment and then use my tools like what you said you know meditation journaling you know what is it that I need to do to get myself back to that that 51% for the day and I love that and I I, my next my next question for you is like what techniques do you use in journaling because it's like it's my biggest like I love it it's the best thing for me (laughs) it's my favorite thing in the world and I love learning what other people do in that in that journaling experience for you yeah so first of all I that I think the way you articulated that was so was so nice in terms of the fact that we're humans we are feeling beings and that you're right it's not just one or the other it's not you are completely mentally healthy or you are completely mentally ill that's completely not the way and I think you're right people think that as they grow up they're like well I either have depression or I don't there's no in between or I have anxiety Mm. or I don't and of course we all go through feelings of all of those states not to maybe the same extreme as others but and it's so important to recognize that and I think um, I always say that everyone has a box that they fill up with their pain their trauma their anxiety whatever it might be and that box is yours and it's relative to you and what you're going through is still worthy of kind of acknowledging and talking about and yes you obviously need to build resilience and you need to know there are some things you just need to take on and stuff but never feel like yours isn't kind of enough to talk about because you know someone else might be going through something worse and so yeah I think that was beautifully articulated but in terms of um the journaling yeah so I, I probably am someone who goes a bit extreme with journaling. I've actually got about four or five different kind of journals slash diaries that I 
I use almost every day. But the reason why is because they kind of, I, I compartmentalized them into different sections of my life. So the one that I've had for years and years is my, is a five-year journal, um, which I then just kind of re- put on repeat. So it's almost like one line a day. And that's kind of my, like, what happened today? That's kind of my, you know, just to sort of more of a like reflective, just, you know, let's just write down, this is what happened. And it's always quite nice to see, oh, well, this is what I was doing last year. I then also have a, um, a kind of more of a gratitude journal, which includes things like your affirmations, something you're grateful for, something good that happened today. And that's something that obviously I'll do in the morning and then at the end of the day as well. Um, and uh, that's always something that's quite nice to kind of, again, set your day off with like, what are you grateful for? And it's, and you learn that people think gratitude is like, well, I've got to be grateful for like the most incredible thing. And it's like, you can be grateful for clean water. You can be grateful for a roof over your head. You can be grateful for the sun. Like really, really, you know, it can be as basic as you want. And, um, and then I've got kind of a work journal, which is kind of all of my stresses and things that are going on to do with my business. And, you know, I just, I'll only do that once a week because I, you know, there's a lot going on in the day, but I'll, 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 at the end of a week on a Sunday, I'll just sit down and just write. Um, and it's just, you know, don't kind of try and reflect too much. I just kind of write what happened and then, I'll then go back to it a bit later on and kind of think, okay, you know, what went well, what didn't, and how can I learn from that? Um, and then the final one is, is actually an app on my phone. Um, and it's just called, it's just called diary, but, um, it's basically where I, I kind of write as like a sort of, I want to say motivation, but it's, it's sort of a place where I can sort of write either like little quotes or things that have happened that I've really appreciated that, um, I really want to kind of note down that I, I know that one day I'd love to like put into like a book or something that I can, you know, just have for me that allow me to sort of really reflect on life and, you know, the way that we look at life and what's happening around us and, you know, a bit of taking other people's advice, but also putting your own into there. Um, and, and so, yeah, across the kind of spectrum of all of those, I, um, I make sure I kind of do most of them every single day and, I just think it's the power of writing is just like so important. And I think once you start it, it's so hard to almost stop. And I think people always think, you know, journaling is, is something where you've got to be able to like write really well, or you've got to be able to, you know, be really analytical and, 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 and always be really reflective and, Oh, this went, this happened and why did it happen? And what can I do to change it? And it's like, no, 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 you can strip it back to it's, you know, really simple thing of just, just, just write, just write what's on your mind. And it doesn't have to be, I obviously am quite regimented with mine because that's kind of the routine I've fallen into. But if you're stressed, one of the kind of stress techniques um, that I've um, talked about that I use that's on our on our website actually is stop what you're doing, go for a walk with like nothing on you, no phone, whatever, just completely take a few minutes away, come back and then just write down for like 10 minutes, just write whatever's on your mind and just you can end up throwing that piece of paper away if you want. It doesn't have to go anywhere. It can stay there if you want, but just you, you just write as much as you can in sort of five, 10 minutes. And it's kind of like a bit of a, you know, cathartic experience where you're just, you're just getting it all out there. And that's quite good for like d- dealing with stress and stuff. Um, and it can sometimes save you from sort of doing something that you don't want to do, particularly if like you're angry or whatever it might be. And so there's so many different avenues you can kind of go down with, with the whole experience. But yeah, I mean, it'd be obviously great to hear kind of you, what, what you do with journaling as well as, uh, you know, I'm sure there's stuff that you do that I don't that I would love to take on as well. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm the same as you. Like I 
don't know if you, there's like a million journal yeah. like I've got I'm a stationary lover as well and everything's got its yeah. own place and um and yeah I've got I've got my work one I use my notes on my laptop or on my phone I feel like that's my new my new favorite thing you know because as soon as I'm up in the morning I'm straight on my computer so I do the same you know my gratitude um and like my inventory on like on my day or on what's going on but the new thing that I've that I've kind of started doing and I've learned from um a couple of other teachers you know because I, I still research things I know I'm not I, I never want to be the smartest person in the room because I'm like there's more that I could learn or take on or a better technique like you were saying sometimes it doesn't always work is asking prompting questions you know so because I can sometimes get really stuck and there's so much going on in my mind with you know the podcast the business I'm writing a book I'm you know I'm doing all these different things and sometimes that gets very overwhelming and then I just like shut down sometimes so I have to in order for me to to get that overwhelm out I have to ask myself questions what is going on for you today what is stressing you out today what does that look like for you what do you want what don't you want you know because I think especially and I don't know if this happens to you or anyone else is there's so much going on in here that you know I need to try and compartmentalize it in a way that is going to be um helpful for me myself my business the people around me and I think that's where overwhelm kind of like generates is like having all of these thoughts in one place and without being able to to break them down and understand what they look like for us it's very difficult to to then especially in the head so by writing out these prompting questions it gives me an opportunity to really look at what is going on for me what does this look like? Sometimes it can be very simple. Like I just haven't eaten and I'm really hungry. You know, that one's a huge one for me is food. If, if I, if I miss lunch or I don't snack in the afternoon, then I can get like, ah, so, you know, and it's, but it's just about, it's my, it's my way of connecting with me in, you know, in a way of, Hey, what is, what is going on for you, Jess? And then by asking myself that question, I get the opportunity to then answer it. And it's a very, I can't explain how it works or why it works, but it does. And I think it's, um, I'm so excited. I'm really excited about this. Right now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, that's great. So it's great. great. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, it's something that, it's something that I think is really necessary. And I think um, I speak about a lot on the podcast and with other guests is like, journaling, I think, I don't even know why we're not taught it or why we're not taught to look at what is going on for us and get our thoughts out onto paper for ourselves, not even speaking about it, just, just writing it out. I think it's magnificent. Um, but yeah, so that's, so that's mine. There's a, but I've got a hell of a lot of other little techniques that I use as well, but I think journaling is probably the, the best one to, to keep ourselves, yeah. our, ourselves grounded and, and connected with ourselves as well. So um, going back to um, business, what would be your what would be your um, trials and triumphs with being a new entrepreneur? I'm really interested in this because you know, from being one myself, I I like to to find out what happens with other people um, as well. So yeah, that's my next question for you. Yeah, so I think. I'm trying to think back to when I first started working on this. So I was still working full-time, obviously. It was September 2020. Um, so I spent about four or five months doing both at the same time. And then when it got to a point when the business kind of took over and there was too much time, I left my job. But in the build-up to it, 
Um, and actually, even kind of before, I'd always been very interested in listening to podcasts and reading books about other entrepreneurs, about, you know, successful people, you know, what they go through. And you begin to realize there's a bit of a trend uh, amongst those that um, have started their own things. You know, a lot of people, although they're doing very different f- businesses, they actually experience sort of similar, you know, they have similar experiences, they go through the failures, and they've, um, they all talk about, you know, how much you've got to build up resilience and how the highs are high, but the lows are really low and stuff. And so I kind of had a little bit of an awareness of not what I was about to undertake, but you know, that it, one, it wasn't going to be easy. And I was very aware of that, but I was willing, I knew I was willing to put everything into it and that no matter how hard it got, I would just keep going until the kind of bitter end. And so, but with all that preparation, I still wasn't ready for the stuff that came at me in terms of before I'd even launched, I'd already hit so many problems and so many speed bumps and call them failures, whatever the word, is, the best word is for them. But even something like with my manufacturer and finding where my clothes were going to get made, I found this one and I was with them for like three or four months. I spent quite a lot of money on them, testing the clothes, getting the prototypes done, etc. to the point where I almost was going to launch with them. And then like two or three really bad things happened, which just made me completely doubt them as like a good manufacturer. And I had the decision of, do I take them on and just go with it and deal with the problems later? Or do I get rid of them now, but then go back four months in my progress? And I decided to choose the latter. And I, and this was June of last year or May of last year. And I just, as I said, I spent four months with them and, it, and then I just got rid of them. And I was like, I'm, I'm literally back to square one now. Like I'm, I, I've now, I've quit my job. I haven't got an income. I've spent a fair bit of money on these guys and I haven't really got much from it. And that was quite a, like a horrible kind of situation to be in. And I remember then I just had to go straight into the next bit of, right, I've got to find the next manufacturer. And because we're really big on sustainability, I wanted, that was another thing as well, is probably quite easy to find a manufacturer that makes clothes, you know, unethically, unsustainably. But I was so intent on not cutting corners and making sure that I found the one that was the right fit for me. And the original guys, they were based in, in England, actually. But then this new supplier who I use now are Portuguese-based. and um, Sorry, Portugal-based. And even that process, so by the time I got the clothes with them, took me to sort of September, October. So it just meant that I, although it was the right decision, even that was just like such a big kind of problem at the time because I just didn't know, you know, what I was what I was looking for. I didn't know if I was going to find the right fit, right person. And you're throwing money at these things thinking that it's going to kind of come back in your favor and then it doesn't. And it's always kind of quite a worrying thing. I think money is always going to be a worry for any person starting a business. And then just lots of other things as well. Like I had all my clothes almost got lost when they got sent to me from Portugal. <laughs> there was like however many hundreds of pieces of clothing and they and UPS were carrying them and, and they kind of temporarily got misplaced or whatever. And that was stressing me out because I had like a shoot booked. I had a launch booked, all this stuff. And they were still kind of in the middle of customs or somewhere and that was like a whole other episode and then all other little things as well that just you know every so often that would just go wrong and I think obviously every single time one of those things happen I always quite like being quite reflective and um, thinking well look you've dealt with that now and you know how to deal with it if it ever comes up again and now you can move on and I think no matter how experienced an entrepreneur you are and this is something I've read before you can never prepare for like every single type of failure. There's always going to be something that hits you that you're not expecting that you haven't dealt with before. And that's that's kind of what makes, you know, starting a business exciting because it means it's always different. But as a result, it means that you're never fully, fully prepared for something. And I think the other thing I, I do, and this is, you know, going back to sort of, I sometimes have to sort of look at my situation compared to someone else's. I remember listening to a, a podcast from Ben Francis, who's the Gymshark founder. 
And he explained how one Black Friday, their system started to shut down. They lost loads and loads of money. Basically, it was like months and months, if not years, of damage to the company. And I sat back and thought, okay, now my problems don't seem so bad. Like, And it's that thing of, I've been through this. It's not too bad. I'm sure I can hit, I can get the next thing. Mm-hmm. And even if those failures may become more risky and you're, you're, you're almost losing more each time, it's kind of like a, I've got a very... I've got a very kind of focused um, rule, which is deal with it as much as you can and fix what you can. And if you can't, park it, put it to the side and then move on because there's no point stressing about something you can't control. And if you can control it and you can make it work, then put everything into it, fix it as quickly as it became a problem. And I think that's just something that I always try and sort of stick to um, and deal with. But obviously, as with any business, you know, you're constantly trialing erroring. You're 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 doing things which you're not sure if they're gonna work. If they do great, if they don't, move on to the next one. And so I realize I've only talked about the trials and the bad stuff. Obviously, that's not the case. I mean, the other side of it, the positives, the kind of the things that have gone well. I mean, the fact is I never thought I would even get this far. I think I originally thought I was gonna take on my brother's brand just as like a maybe like a one-off. That was originally what the idea was. It was like a one-off charity day, make a load of money for charity, sell a load of T-shirts, you know, and be done with it. And then the fact it's now like a proper brand and it's growing and, you know, we're kind of getting the word out there and we're helping people is so is so nice to see. And I um, this hasn't happened yet, but one thing I'm really, really, um, I can't wait for the day of is when I meet someone that is wearing my a piece of my clothing like out in public. I've obviously had people buy from me that I've never met before, but in terms of a site away from like markets or whatever, if, you know, if I'm to sort of bump into someone um, who I've never met before, who's wearing it, I'm definitely going to run up to them and, <laughs> and, you know, ask them all about why they bought it and what they think about it and stuff. And so, you know, there's, as I said, as I go back to, there's so many ups and downs, but I think the highs are highs, the lows are lows. You've kind of got to be able to ride the wave, don't you? You've kind of got to be able to accept that, you know, if you can't get too emotionally invested in either side, I think if you, if you, if you relish too much in the, in the highs, it means you're also going to suffer when the lows come. And you've kind of got to try and stay in the middle and be like, yeah, this is good, but that's good. And why is it good? Great. Understand that. Move on. Okay. This is bad. Why is it bad? Take that on board, move on. Um, and I realize that's quite a kind of regimented and, you know, mindset to have, but that's just kind of what I've had to learn. And what I've also learned about just through reading about, reading about it and listening to other people who have kind of been there and done that no I can I completely agree and I think the biggest takeaway from that is is that you do you do have the mindset that sits in that middle and I think I've had to learn that too is about being being okay with any eventuality like what does this you know if and I've never got too concerned on it being you know I've got my end goal which is really big and I've you know in my head I'm going to take over the world and we're going to start conversations everywhere and we're we're all going to be like really mentally healthy and it's going to be great and we're going to do it together you know and that's that's a really really big goal um but I never sit too far on the idea that if this doesn't work I'll never be able to get there I'll always be able to do something in order to get to that goal and I think that's what's been able to keep me in a, a hell of a lot of trials that I've had you know we're an online business and when we launched like the the on like the systems didn't work and I was like oh that's a really big problem <laughs> you know no <laughs> one can actually connect to anyone so and that's like the whole premise of the of the business and I remember like having like a full-blown breakdown and like trying to fix it and 
then I was giving out refunds because I felt so bad. And then, you know, and, and for a business, that's not great, you know, and I had to learn that just if something doesn't go well and nobody's actually been damaged by it, we don't need to like, we don't need to try and recoup all of the time in, in that capacity. You know, we can have conversations and we can learn in different ways. And, um, but yeah, so I, I, I get it. Cause I was, you know, I was there and I just wanted to be so helpful. And so like, but I didn't really know how to start a business or really run one. And, and yeah, and it was a very big emotional roller coaster at the start. And, uh, yeah, it's making me feel quite uncomfortable thinking back <laughs> to it. Cause I was like, oh, the whole time. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But yeah, I think it is. It's it's about getting into that balance and and about being okay with any outcome. I think that's that's my trick at the minute. You know, as long as I stay integral and honest and kind to to what I'm trying to do, then everything can but really only work out for for the good of of everyone involved. I think so. No, I really loved the way that you explained that. That was really good. Um, okay, so. Before we head off, is there anything else that about your brand, about your um, about what you do as as will for you know for yourself that would be that you'd like to share or that could be potentially helpful to somebody that might be struggling or need a little bit of assistance? Whoever's listening. Yeah. So as I said earlier, we have you know although we're not advertised obviously as like kind of a helpline, um, we we always talk about the word community and I think because we're still quite new that hasn't fully kind of established itself and I want it to be an organic thing I want the kind of community to come together and to grow organically without forcing it and saying you know this is where everyone has to come to talk but at the same time I don't know you know what direction it will end up going in so I think for me it's it's um it's just important for people to to realize that you know, where our, our door is always open and that people can kind of come forward. And um, we always try and put out content that is, is helpful to people, you know, to deal with looking after your well-being, your mental health, and also knowing that, you know, you're not the only, you're not the only one going through it and that we, that there's always someone out there to listen. It's just obviously about kind of finding them. And I think H Clothing, we're so intent on bringing those people all together eventually. And that's what I kind of want to set up is that, is that, kind of community hub where rather than it being kind of like us giving people advice and them coming to us for advice it's kind of people can start giving each other advice and can come together in that community forum where whether it's online or in person even and come together and say well look I was going through exactly what you're going through this time last year and this is what really helped me have you tried this kind of thing or you know just people kind of being very happy to to share advice and people not having to jump straight to the root of like, oh, I need to go and see a therapist or, oh, I need to go and take something for this. It's more, you know, going back to your point earlier in the podcast about validating those feelings, you know, it's normal to feel anxious in this situation. It's normal to feel upset because this is happening. Um, and, 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 and so it's, yeah, it's kind of allowing people to, to feel, not feel good, but feel appropriate that that's how they react to certain things. And, um, but just maybe needing that nudge and that kind of that open conversation with someone. And I think what people quite like is that for us, you know, if they if they if they come forward to us, they know that we don't know them. And that's not what it's about. It's more just, you know, helping them to get through to that kind of next step and and making sure they know someone is there listening. Um, and I like to think that kind of going forward, we obviously want to really grow the brand in terms of like from the fashion side, you know, the clothes are obviously what we're, you know, we, we use as that 
literal stepping stone and we're always kind of pushing them and i think the whole sustainability behind them and they're really good quality and people do like the designs because all the designs have kind of implicit references to mental health and you can read more about that on the website um that's something that we're really intent on growing but we always try and seek out kind of ideas and designs from young people themselves and we always get more you know rather than me sitting behind going this is what i'm going to make next it's more like well what do you want to see you know what, what do you want to sort of bring to the brand and we wanted to make it a very two-way street everything that we're doing at, at age clothing so yeah just like obviously really excited about kind of what's going to happen but it's you know it's that thing of i don't know what's going to happen i don't know exactly you know what what direction it might go in and um and that in itself is is exciting it's and it's daunting but it's 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 what obviously running a business is all about and i think particularly in this world and just like you're you're doing you know we're here for a purpose and we're here to you know almost to help other people to serve other people and but that you know it's not that competition of like you know well they're better than you it's more let's how can we all kind of come together and collaborate and work together to to help those who are in need and to 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 really make sure that we as you said the the greater goal of living in a world where people don't ever have to go through mental illness alone where people can go through their their lives and constantly know that they've got someone there to turn to and stuff um i think is like a really nice vision to have so um yeah lots and lots going on but um really excited about all of it and um obviously for anyone listening please obviously do go check us out um on our website on our social media um and yeah just can't wait to see where it's all gonna go oh thank you so much and um we will link all of your um website social medias um to the podcast so if anyone does want to go check out um h clothing or will um you'll be able to find that there thank you so much will for coming and um having a chat with me today i've had such a such a lovely chat and um yeah we will um we will hopefully catch up soon much really really fun thank you for listening i hope you found this episode helpful i hope you have a lovely day and remember be kind to yourself